Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hey, hey, my beautiful friends. Okay, so I'm actually really excited to chat about this topic today. I wanted to share a couple of things um, about how to help your kids eat healthier. And Remember, this is coming from Bryn. Okay. I am a mom of three. I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a two-year-old. That doesn't mean I know everything. Okay. That doesn't mean I have a teenager who's still a super picky eater and will only eat chicken nuggets and ketchup. That doesn't mean that I know everything. I, you know, there, I'm sure there's amazing ideas out there that I don't know of. I'm just going to share the things that I do know of that have worked really well for me and my family and my kids. Okay. So with that said, if you've heard of something, if you have an idea or you've thought of something that really helps you, please feel free to type it in the chat for those of you who are, who are on live. Cause I would love, love, love to hear the things that are working for you as well. Okay. So Don't take this as like gospel truth, right? This is just what works for Bryn, what works for her family and all of that jazz. Okay. So first thing that I want to share about that was a really good gut check for me was the reminder of who is in charge of buying the groceries. And maybe for your, your family, that might be your spouse, but in my family, it's me. I'm the one who's in charge of buying the groceries, right? And so if I'm frustrated with how much candy my kids are eating, how much salty food my kids are eating, that they're only having ramen and chicken nuggets for lunch, well, guess what? (laughs) I need to take some accountability and responsibility for that because who's buying those things? Oh, me, right? And I'm doing four-week gut protocol right now, and I'm on week two, and I'm actually doing it with my three-year-old. And my five-year-old and my two-year-old are kind of doing it with us. They're a little more like I'm letting them have quesadillas when they don't like the dinner that we made or whatever. But I'm really trying to help my daughter because she's had poop problems her whole life. That's a different call for a different day, okay? But really trying to help her eat gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, (laughs) corn-free, and sugar-free essentially. Right. And that's pretty hard as like a three-year-old where chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, uh, quesadillas are like your diet. Right. So I was like, "Uh, (laughs) what's she going to eat besides fruit? Right. And I came into this program kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie about like, she's going to starve and she's already like not even on the charts for weight gain. Um, so she needs to eat like for sure, but she also needs to poop like for sure, because those things like feed into each other. She's not eating because she's not pooping because her tummy is full of poop and therefore she has no room to eat. So trying to help her figure out her stuff. Okay. So 
I had a good reset moment the last couple of weeks as I've tried to think outside of the box of, okay, well, what can I make for my kids for lunch and for snacks and for breakfast and for dinner? If we're not having toast and we're not having cold cereal and we're not having those easy go-to sugary, carby things, right? So it has been awesome to completely change (laughs) the things that are on my grocery list. And guess what? My kids are eating the things that I'm buying. Are we going through strawberries like mad? Yes, we are. Are we, did they literally eat like a whole watermelon in two days? Yes, they did. (laughs) Right. And we're going through fruit like nobody's business, but they're eating it. Right. And fruit versus fruit loops. I think we all know the win there. Right. So just remember Who's really in charge of buying the groceries? Who's really in charge of planning the meals? And take some responsibility there. If you don't like the way your kids are eating, take a little bit of responsibility there and see how you can change the things that you're making, the things that you're buying, the things that you're bringing into your home, the amount of times you're going out for fast food, the amount of times that you're getting takeout, the amount of times you're going to restaurants, whatever, right? Love you, mama, (laughs) but that's kind of on you, okay? And if you want them to eat healthier, then make sure your fridge and pantry are filled with healthy things and make sure the things on your menu for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks are healthy, And if you're in this place where you're in this season of life where I don't really care, like they're eating and whatever, like that's cool too. This is for the mom out there who's like, no, I really do want to help my kids eat healthier. Okay. So just wanted to do that little blanket statement. No shame, no judgment for whatever place you're at in life. But if you are at that place where you want to help your kids eat healthier, that's where this call is coming from. Okay. Okay. Tip number two that I have found has really helped with my kids making healthier choices. Okay. Like legit, all of my kids love tomatoes. Alila doesn't necessarily love tomatoes, but my five-year-old and my two-year-old, like they will legit eat like two, three giant tomatoes by themselves. Why? Because mom loves tomatoes and mom knows how to make tomatoes taste good. We chop them up and we sprinkle a little salt and pepper on them. And then I have this balsamic glaze that we drizzle on the top. And it's like, It's so good. Right. And we can have literally like three tomatoes that way. And guess what? My kids like cucumbers and ranch. Why? Oh, because mom likes cucumbers and ranch. My kids like carrots and ranch. Why? Because mom likes carrots and ranch. My kids like salad kits. Why? Because mom likes salad kits. Right. And there is so much to that of the whole do what I say, not what I do necessarily. That's not a thing. Like that doesn't happen, right? Monkey see, monkey do. Your kids do what they see you do. And the first time I sat down with a salad kit where my kid's like, I want some. No, of course not. But the more they see me sitting down, same time of day, I always have it for my afternoon snack or lunch, having my salad kit, have some have some, right? Like my two-year-old. Oh, sure. I'll let you try some. Right. And sometimes, right. But sometimes she won't let me 
have any because she just keeps eating it. Right. But as we are being that example of eating healthier foods, they naturally want to try it. And there's been so many times that I've run accountability groups with new people and they're like eating new foods and trying new things that the kids are like, I want to try that. Like, what is that? Right. And, and of all ages, and it's really powerful today, even (laughs) we, I made some, they're like energy bites. Okay. And so far I've been the only one who likes them. My husband liked them, but then he got like a flu bug, like a couple hours after, and it had nothing to do with the energy bites, but he like kind of linked the two together that like, Oh, that must've no, you just got sick, but, but it's been awesome. Cause I've been the only one eating them though. But today my kids saw them and they tried them a couple days ago and they didn't like them. Okay. But, uh, they've been seeing me eat them consistently. And today they were like, I want to try again. And guess what? Each of my kids. Ellie had two and the stuff in there, you guys, it's like natural peanut butter, natural oats, chia seeds, flax seeds, uh, dried cranberries, pure maple syrup. Like it's a very clean thing, right? She had two and my son had two and my daughter saw them having two, the one that I'm trying to help her eat this way anyways. And she saw them and was like, wait, they want more. Okay. I guess I'll, I'll have another one. So they ended up having these things, right? So, so many times it, the power of monkey see monkey do is so real. Okay. And not just like, Oh, I ate one healthy meal. I expect my kids to eat healthy for the rest of forever. Sorry. I wish, but that's just not how it works. Right. The more they see us making healthy choices, the more they're going to want to be like you too. Because especially in the, in those little years, right? They really do. They really do want to be like you, right? And the, the same thing goes with exercise. I have videos, so many videos from my kids' whole life of starting at tiny, tiny, all the way up to now my son is five and literally doing the entire 40 minute lift four workout with my husband, with his own little tracker right there. That yellow tracker is Holland's. And they pause and write down the weights he's using and he's using twos and threes and it's adorable. (laughs) But my son has legit done lift four with my husband, like every workout, every day, writing down his weights. But that didn't just happen, right? So don't compare your five-year-old to my five-year-old. My five-year-old has literally seen me working out every single day for almost six years, okay? So he has memories (laughs) of mom when he's one and I have videos of him like trying to punch like me when he's like this little nine month old. Right. So monkey see monkey do. It is so powerful. And the more you show up in your healthy habits, the more your kids are going to want to show up like that too in nutrition and exercise and even in water, right? When they see me carrying around a water bottle all the time, guess what my kids ask for? They ask for water because mom doesn't drink soda. I haven't had soda in like 11 years, right? Mom doesn't drink juice. Mom drinks water, Shakeology. Yep, (laughs) Energize. I don't let them drink Energize. They drink Hydrate, right? Um, But if they do the full workout, they do get some recover after, and that's a good incentive. Um, But seriously, that's what they ask for too. Monkey see, monkey do. It is very, very powerful, okay? All right. 
Tip number three, and this has been a huge one for me in the last couple of weeks doing four week gut protocol. Okay. Because yes, my son and my youngest, I'll just tell you their names because it just gets tricky. Holland is my five-year-old. Alila is my three-year-old. Ellie is my two-year-old. Okay. From now on, I'll just use their names. Okay. So Holland and Ellie can have dairy and gluten. It's not a problem for them. My Alila girl, we're really trying to see if it's going to help her with her poop stuff. Okay. But I have the snack cupboard on their level so that I don't have to be the one to get them 4,000 snacks every single day. If they're hungry, they can go open their snack cupboard, help themselves to whatever they want. Okay. And before four week gut protocol, guess what our snack cupboard was filled with? <laughs> Cereal, wheat thins, goldfish, some beach bars, some old, like gross fruit, dried fruit that I should have thrown away a long time ago, right? That's, you know, beef jerky, whatever, random stuff like that. But like <laughs> four of the five things that I just named, Alila can't have. And so I'm not going to keep this cupboard like, oh, sorry, that's Holland's and Ellie's, but not yours, Lila. Sorry. So I just switched it all out. I switched it all out. So that everything, excuse me, everything in there, Alila can have. So now guess what it's filled with? And it took some creativity and some switching around, but now it's filled with our canned peaches, with our grape tomatoes. They were on the counter, but now they're in their snack cupboard with our pistachios. We had them. They were just in a different spot in the, in the cupboard, right? Where I could see them, but they couldn't. I found some almond crackers from Costco that have zero gluten in them. And they're actually, I think I like them better than wheat thins, which is saying something. I think I'm going to continue buying them forever. They are delicious. Um, but a whole bunch of stuff like that. Okay. And guess what all of my kids have been eating more of lately? Canned peaches, cherry tomatoes, pistachios, raisins all these things that now they can see. And it has totally like brought Usum, the to be mindset concept to a whole new level for me. Cause I was getting frustrated that all they wanted for snacks and right before dinner, I want some cereal. I want some goldfish. I want some crackers. I want some blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm literally making dinner. Like, no, right. You can have some fruits and vegetables or something, but you can't have a bowl of cereal right before we're about to have dinner. Right. But out of sight, out of mind. If they can't see it, they don't want it, right? Unless they really want it and they're remembering it elsewhere. Yes. So filling that snack cupboard on their level with stuff they can have that is good for them has been a game changer. And I think I'm going to keep that up even when we're done with four week gut protocol and make sure that their snack cupboard is filled with the things that I want them to be consuming more of, right? They, Ellie went through a whole thing of Costco cherry tomatoes by herself in like five days. Okay. That's unheard of for a two-year-old, right? But because it was in sight and in mind, that's what she grabbed for. That's what she reached for. That's what this two-year-old little awesome head can get by herself without any help at all. Right. And they've literally had pistachio parties. They've grabbed the pistachios that are shelled and unsalted, right. And dumped them all over the floor, making a giant mess. But then they're like, 
having a little party, like I'm shelling them. And like, it's been adorable, right? It's been adorable. So insight in mind, the things that you want them to be consuming more of. What's your counter space filled with, right? Is your counter space filled with bananas and apples and oranges and things that you want them to be having? Or is your counter space filled with candy jars and crackers and popcorn and brownies that you made yesterday and cookies that the neighbor brought over? You know what I mean? What is, what is in sight? What is in mind? Not just for you, but for your kids. Okay. All right. Moving on. The next tip that I have, number four, and I'll repeat these again at the end, just in case you jumped on later, missed them or whatever, but switch it up, switch it up. There's been so many times that like I've made something healthy and guess what? My kids don't like it. (laughs) And if I prepare things the exact same way and give it to them again, guess what? Their brain is already like, remember mom, I don't like this, right? But if we switch it up, if we try new things, if we try even just preparing it differently, like one minute, my son hates peppers, but it's because they're cooked in a pasta or whatever. The next minute, my daughter is eating raw bell peppers. And he's like, well, I want to try. And all of a sudden he loves bell peppers. Okay. He doesn't like bell peppers cooked in a pasta, but he does like them raw. Okay, cool. Who knew? Right. Or one daughter hates both of those versions of bell peppers. But if I buy the mini version of bell peppers and grill them in olive oil and sea salt, all of a sudden she's devouring like 12 mini bell peppers, right? It's the same freaking vegetable. But if I prepare it differently, all of a sudden it's like the best thing ever, right? So switching up the way you prepare it, switching up the things that you buy, maybe they don't really like apples, just munching on them like this. Well, can you get an apple slicer and give them a little thing of peanut butter? Those like individual packet things. My kids have been, that's another thing in their snack cupboard. They've literally just gotten peanut butter and a spoon, (laughs) just been eating peanut butter. And if they were chubby, that would be a different story, but they're not, they're all super underweight. So I'm like, yes, you eat the freaking peanut butter, like go girlfriend or go boyfriend. Right. And Okay. What about those apple? Like, I don't know if you guys have even seen these, but I remember loving them when I was a kid. I think it's from pampered chef, but you like stick an apple. I don't even know how to explain this, but you stick an apple on like a, (laughs) it's like a three pronged thing and you stick the apple on it and then you spin the apple and it like peels it. And then it kind of turns it into apple rings and it's like an apple slinky. I don't even know. You guys might be like, what the freak are you talking about? Yeah. It might be a Jesse said in the chat, like a core and peeler. Yeah. It cores it and then it peels it. And it also turns it into like rings and those things are so dang fun. Right. So maybe your kid doesn't like apples, but maybe your kid will like apples and peanut butter or apples and Nutella, heaven forbid. Right. Like it's, they're eating an apple. It's okay. If they dip it in some other things. Right. Or those apple, whatever. So trying to switch things up and not just, here's some raw carrots, right? What if we caramelize the carrots in butter and brown sugar and make them taste delicious, right? What if we switch things up? What if we prepare these differently with things that they may love and dips and seasonings and butters and whatever, right? 
make them taste delicious. Switch them up and don't just get frustrated when all of a sudden my kid won't touch broccoli. Okay. Well, what if you put broccoli covered in cheese, then will they eat broccoli? I know my kids will. My kids devour it. They literally got in a fight over who wanted the most giant piece of broccoli. Okay. And we had to like do rock, paper, scissors over over it. Okay. But if I just handed them some raw steamed broccoli, they would not be fighting over that. Right. Make it taste delicious. Switch it up. Try new things. Try new ways of preparing it. Try different variations of it. Try new dips. Try new things. Whatever. Okay. You get the point. Yes. Switch it up. Switch it up. Okay. And the last tip that I have for you with helping your kiddos eat healthier is actually my favorite. And it's totally one of those things that actually, it was kind of an accident, but it's become almost like a daily ritual, but we almost always have either our morning or our afternoon snack, sometimes both sitting on the kitchen floor and it doesn't happen every day, but I'll make something healthy for myself. Cause I am totally a like five, six meals a day type of person. I need to eat like every three hours or else like, I don't know that I'm hypoglycemic. I'm kind of self-diagnosed but I know I have super big energy dips if I don't eat every three hours. So your girl Bryn eats every three hours. Yes, I eat as soon as I wake up. I eat around 9 a.m. I eat around noon. I eat around three. I eat around six. And then I try to leave like a fruit or something sweet at night because I always get the munchies. And if I have a plan to eat something sweet at night, then I don't go overboard and just, okay, and I need ramen and flaming hot Cheetos and popcorn and all the things that really don't help me in any way, shape or form, Right but I can have some apples and peanut butter after dinner. And that's a plan and that's good. And I'm, it's good. Okay. So, but when I have my snacks, it almost always turns into, I'm going to sit down on the kitchen floor and we're going to have it together. And we have like, this is such a random tip, but I like cannot suggest it enough. We have one of those, like, it's just a glass plate with like four little glass bowls that fit inside the plate. I use that thing probably every single day. And I think it's meant for like Super Bowl parties and like chips and dip or whatever. But I love to fill that thing with one day it's going to be all veggies with a, a ranch dip. One day it's going to be peanut butter in there with some celery and some apples and whatever. One day it's going to be <clears throat> pot stickers in three of them and pot sticker sauce on the other one, whatever, right? Like I use that thing all the freaking time, but I love to set that thing. Yes, it's glass. Yes, I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a two-year-old where I'm supervising it, right? But I sit on the floor with them and we just have like a dip party, right? And we're eating this thing together. And today it wasn't a dip party. We had edamame. <laughs> My daughter, since we've been doing before we got protocol has realized she loved edamame. She didn't know that. I didn't know that because I wasn't buying it all the time, but it's one of the things that switch it up, try new things, right? It's one of the things that was on the food list that I was like, okay, we'll try edamame. And I had one of our fabulous people, Janeth, for those of you who know her, suggest this like chili crunch oil from Trader Joe's. And it's essentially like an olive oil, but it's like a little spicy. And you just drizzle like a teaspoon of chili crunch oil over edamame. My kids love it. Okay. Holland doesn't love it. Just being transparent. But me and Ellie and Alila, our fingers were all oily. Our fingers were a mess, but I was like popping them into their mouths and they're like, you know, trying to catch them. And it, it turned so fun, right? Just like this 930 random snack because Alila asked for some edamame. Okay. So 
the more you can try to make it fun and like, that's so simple. You guys, like I sat on the floor and ate at a mommy with my kids. Right. But sometimes I think we just get so busy and so flustered and so right. Like that we don't make time for those simple, small moments, right? We don't make time to sit down and enjoy our food, right? We're eating on the go. We're eating while we're driving. We're eating while we're doing the dishes. We're eating while we're standing up trying to help a hundred million people. But what if we just sit (laughs) and enjoy our food and invite our kids to sit and enjoy some food with us, right? Make it fun. Okay. Make it fun. Not eat your broccoli or you're going to your room, right? Like there's a huge difference between that. All right. And I literally remember being grounded because I didn't eat my freaking squash. And I thought squash was absolutely disgusting. I had some PTSD around squash until like a few years ago. Okay. Because of this memory, just make it fun. (laughs) Okay. Don't force feed your kids these fruits and vegetables and make it a make it a battle of the whatever right it's fun okay it's fun and along those lines watching your vocabulary around it right when i'm doing cuz i've done 75 hard twice now and for those of you who are unfamiliar with it one of the like rules of 75 hard is that you're not supposed to have any cheats or treats for 75 days in a row okay And there were so many times that my kids were like trying to shove my, their sucker in my face or like, mom wants some, you know, that I, and instead of like, no, mom's on a diet. I hate that word. It's a swear word in my personal opinion. Instead of saying those things, I would say, no, that doesn't make mama feel good. So no, thank you. Right. And that's it. That's it. That's all right. But just watching our vocabulary around why we're choosing these healthy choices or why we're not choosing those unhealthy choices. For me, I'm not, not drinking soda because I've heard blah, 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 blah. Soda legit hurts my shoulder. That is so weird. I've literally only met one other person in the whole universe who said, me too. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. When I drink carbonation, it hurts my left shoulder. I have no idea. I have no idea but I don't drink soda because I don't like having my left shoulder be in pain all the time. So I don't really drink carbonation period, whether it's soda or not. Okay. And so the same thing happens when my kids are getting Sprite and orange soda and all the, whatever at each Chick-fil-A fast food, whatever, I don't want some. And when they share some, no, thank you. That hurts mama's shoulder. Right. And they, okay, cool. Like, I don't want to hurt you. Like, so just changing your vocabulary around, If you're trying to make healthier choices, the why behind it and explaining it and not of a, no mama's, mama's trying to lose weight or mama's trying to diet or whatever. Those things, while they may be true, they sometimes build a negative bridge. Okay. Of, oh, mama's not good enough. Mama's got to change. Right. But when you have that vocabulary of just trying to have more energy, just trying to feel better, right? Kids can understand that for one. And it's cementing in your brain, the real why of why you're doing this. Maybe you are doing it to lose some weight. Maybe you are doing it to fit into your clothes better. Maybe you are, 
But those things are beautiful side effects of the energy that you get from fueling yourself better. Okay. So not just changing your vocabulary around teaching your kids, but changing your vocabulary with yourself and reminding yourself out loud why you are doing it. Why are you doing it? Okay. And having that teaching moment can be so powerful at ingraining those habits. Okay. Of I'm doing it so I can feel better. I'm doing it so I can have more energy. I'm doing it X, Y, Z. Okay. Okay. All right. Wrapping it up. Those final five tips are number one, monkey see monkey do. Okay. Number two, remember who buys the groceries and take some responsibility. If your kids are not eating as healthy as you would like them to. Sorry, you bought the groceries. Sorry, you're the one who took them through that drive-thru. Sorry, you're the one who planned dinner tonight, right? Take some accountability for that. Don't just blame it all on your children. Number three, out of sight, out of mind and insight in mind, okay? What is on their level? What are they seeing? Number four, switch it up. Try new things, new recipes, new variations, all that jazz. Number five, make it fun, okay? Make it fun really the greatest joy, right? Is to bless those around us and to bless those that we love, right? To feel as good as we are learning that we can feel too. Yes. So I love you. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Always. Yes. See you later. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm.